Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Let's keep it Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is in your sphere of this planet (laughs) at the time that you are hearing the sound of our voices. We thank and praise God that it is another day that that God has created and he has made and he has saw fit to allow us to be a part of. So we rejoice in that. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Corlett James, and as always, I have my just incredibly beautiful and lively and um, smart, intelligent, you name it, that's, that's my, my um, ride-or-die partner here on this show, Ms. Tanya Roberts. How are you, sweetheart? Uh-oh, looks like her call dropped. Well, she'll be right back with us. She'll be right back with us on um, on the show. I'm so glad that, you know, you have saw fit to grace us with your presence on today, whether um, you are hearing this live or whether you are in the archives and, and tuning in with us there. We are grateful. We are grateful, especially in this hour and in this day, to just to be able to say, hello, I'm alive. Um, God is good. God is blessing. And I'm just thankful for his grace and his mercy because um, truly his mercy endures to all generations. And we are we are just just awesomely blessed, and I see um, my my sister in the Lord is back on with me. Good afternoon, Miss Tanya. How are you? I am awesome, sis. It was a beautiful day today. It's like eighty-seven degrees down here in Augusta. And oh my goodness! I know, warm, pollen's high. Um, you're still scared to cough even though you know it's pollen in your throat. <laughs> um, 
I was laughing with my husband. We were driving, and we had the windows down, and we had the sunroof open, and he coughed. And I promise you, we laughed so hard. It seemed like about 25 cars that was riding on the side of us backed up. Like, <laughs> okay, I was like, look at that. It's almost like they backed up. Like, okay, we just made a little joke out of it. But just because mm-hmm. it's gotten that far, I said, um, the seriousness of this, and it is serious. And I try to make a joke out of it and to laugh to keep from crying sometimes because this whole overall pandemic turned into a change in so many different ways. And I believe some people are still asleep and they can't see it. And it's really sad. But I'm thanking God, though, through it all, still making it through and still healthy. And it's only because of him. So thank you for asking me. Thank you. Amen. Amen. It is definitely but by his grace and his mercy. Um, and we, we have to we have to learn to appreciate the even the little things. I mean, you know, for you and your husband to be out taking a walk, you know, that's that's something that everybody can't get out and do right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we learn mm-hmm. to give God the praise in the little things. And his graciousness. Oh boy. Um it's like, you know, people are all around us. And, and at this point in time, 90% of us know of people that actually have been touched or impacted or are currently suffering um, from illnesses because of this virus, you know, um, yeah. even people that have passed on because of this virus. And it's just, it's a crazy, crazy time in which we're living. And one thing that history has taught us is that when things of this proportion happen, change is inevitable, and life as we once knew it is over. And that's kind of what we wow. wanted to talk about today, that times are changing. You know, there's a song, an old, old song that says times are changing, but that's exactly what's going on right now. You know, life as we once knew it is no more. Um, I remember after 9-11, and because I traveled so much with my job prior to it, it really, I, I could really document um, the, the, the change in travel procedures and how things were handled. I remember growing up and in my early 20s and 30s, you know, you could take somebody to the airport, go all the way to the gate with them, sit with them, wait till the plane came, you know, watch the oh, plane. No, I remember. Back them through the window. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Those days are over. <laughs> you know, those days are over. You can't, you know, unless it's a child or someone needing your special attention. You, if you're not a ticketed passenger walking somebody, you know, um, a special needs person to the gate, you can't go to the gate with your loved one any longer. Um, and I remember, oh. I remember taking a trip to the Dominican prior to 9-11, and it was so strange to me to get off the plane and you're walking through the airport and you see literal soldiers with AKs hanging off their shoulders and stuff like that. And it was like, okay, this is different. And then you fast forward like probably two years later, if that, after 9-11, and you walk through an airport in the United States of America, and it was the exact same scene. 
saw soldiers walking through the airport, police officers walking through the airport with AKs hanging on their shoulders in, in battle fatigue, you know? It's just like, wow. Yeah. And, and after 9-11, now you've got the TSA and, you know, and different protocols on the planes and life as it once was has changed. And now after yeah. this pandemic, girl, you've got to know that once the freedoms that we took for granted prior to this pandemic it's not the same. It, it, there's there's going to be good and bad change, as there normally is. One of the good things I believe that's going to come out of this is we're going to live in a much more sterile environment because, you know, those of us that are walking through this, we're going to be so much more conscious of of the hands and the, the sanitations and the wiping things down and, you know, even going to the grocery store um, you know, when you bring your groceries home, you're encouraged not to bring them inside unless they're perishable. And then there's a way to treat them even if you bring them inside. And there's a doctor who did a YouTube video that I shared on my page that, you know, kind of walks you through how to handle your groceries because you don't know who's touched your groceries before you get to your groceries. And, and it's just like, you know, you. things are so different. Things are so different. So from that perspective, from the sterile point, you know, that's going to be a plus. I don't, I don't think that's going to be bad. But from the isolation side of it and the social, quote, unquote, distancing, we were already evolving to a society, you know, that were, were introverted, you know, especially our youth. They're, they're so busy on the, on the phones texting that they don't know how to have a, a normal conversation with a person, you know. Um, and now with the social distancing and like you were saying, you were laughing about people when your husband coughed, you know, people now are in panic mode and, and so they're told to keep their distance from people and, and they're no longer hugging or embracing or showing affection one to another and, right. and things like that is is a playground for the enemy to just isolate us and separate us even the more. And that's right. it's crazy girl. It's crazy. Wow. Since so what you're saying is like a whole mouthful. I remember like you're saying going to the airport, you guys, you could carry a whole lotion. I'm not lying to you, a whole yep. bottle of Listerine. Yep. You didn't know no other way to yep. pack. That's how you just threw everything up in your luggage, man, a whole tube of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. I mean, a whole three mm-hmm. bottles of perfume. Come on, you guys. And now yep. it's like yep. you yep. have to buy these little trial sizes or pray to God mm-hmm. when you get there that it's just outrageously priced. We're not paying attention. I was telling you today, sis, before the show began, just working in a grocery store, how things have gone up. You know, we charge more and for less product. And it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. And I have to buy it, you guys. I shop too. You know, and we're not seeing an exchange. Yeah. I remember a while back um, talking to a homeless gentleman. And when I, I thought he wanted some money, and he said, no, if you could just buy me a cup of coffee. And this man began to talk about all this right now, you guys. I, I'm just like blown back. I promise you, in the front of a store in Atlanta, and he and it was a nice part of town. And they said his parents had money, but he chose to live like that, homeless. And they they were well-to-do mm-hmm. parents. And he began to tell me, "You better get this. You better start getting that, because this is going to go up. That's going to go up." 
It's going to get to the point where they're going to cut you off at the border. You're not going to be able to travel from one border to the other, one city from the city. And we think that you're isolated now. Tell you that you can't mm-hmm. go home if you in Augusta and my family's in, in, in Las Vegas. Tell, tell mm-hmm. you that this can't happen because of this is going on. This going on. I was telling you today, since mm-hmm. we were walking in the park today, just how even though people were in the park, it wasn't a lot of people, but people were social distancing a lot. Nobody was really talking. I know it sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. around, everybody was doing their own thing. You know, I, I get it. But at the same time, and I won't talk this long, I'm seeing the change like you said, sis. It will never be the same. Just like you guys, how quick they moved us from using the house phone to the pager, from the page, you know, the phone booths, no more phone booths mm-hmm. to the pages, no more. Well, you sometimes mm-hmm. I think you got pages, but anyway, they moved us from that to the cell phone, to the car phone. No, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From this to that, from this to that. And that was before our eyes. Now I'm looking yeah. and, and, and looking at movies uh, uh, um, that I used to watch, told about these times, talking about 2020. Mm-hmm. And we used to kind of go, I can't even imagine. Because this is like in mm-hmm. not even 2000. You know, you're watching a movie going, I couldn't even imagine yeah. that happening. Yeah. And now it's yeah. happening before our eyes. And it's like only through the grace of God. Come on, you guys. It's shutting down a lot of different avenues. And that's going to cause a reaction. Nobody reacted like oh, yeah. since 9-11. We reacted to 9-11, but we forgot. Mm-hmm. Mass shootings in the school that took lots of kids, people walking in school. We keep forgetting about these things. All these different things that happen in our United States of America, the hate crimes, and mm-hmm. just different things that's going on, we always mm-hmm. react and then we tend to forget. Now this will never be the same again, and it will be different. It will, and I don't think we're going to tend to forget. And what is really crazy is this will go down in the history books as the, the great pandemic of 2020. The same way we read in the history books about 1918, so it's like like this kind of um, hundred year cycle that you know here repeating itself. But because of the um, ease of travel that we found ourselves in now, the ease of travel, the um, assess- accessibility to things that probably weren't accessible back then, we are seeing it in even a greater pandemic proportion this time around than our grandfathers and grandmothers or great-grandparents saw it back then. Um, But our grandchildren and great-grandchildren will be literally learning about this in the history books. And I believe this to be true, that as they learn about it, they will be getting a greater understanding of why the world in which they will be living in at that point in time is the way it is, because this will set precedent. And we're not done. We're not done. We're only scratching the surface. Don't let nobody fool you that this is over in two weeks. This is not over in two weeks. I'm sorry to tell you. Because we've got too many infected cases, too many people that aren't taking it serious, too many people that are still allowing themselves to be 
not only exposed to risk, but be the risk and still um, out there maneuvering around. Too many people are saying, ah, and then they're, they're listening to that individual um, that's on the TV every day talking about, you know, how country need to open back up. No, the country need to get well. How about that? You know, and then the country can right. open back up. You know, one thing about us as Americans, we are resilient and we are strong people, but let's have some common sense, okay? Let's make sure that we've gotten this thing under control before we open up the doors for an even greater outbreak of this thing. I was listening to Dr. Fucci, I think is his name, the guy that's over um, the science of all of this mess that's going on for the country. And like he said, he said, you know, don't be fooled that, you know, when they, sometimes you'll see a drop for a minute and then the greatest spike will come after that because people get relaxed and they stop, you I know, the, the intenseness of what they were doing. So we've got to make sure that we are treating this in the seriousness of what it is. Now, you know, you and I have talked about this on the past three shows. We're not going to allow fear to grip us. But I have to say, excuse me, at the same time, God has given us wisdom and common sense, and we got to make sure that we're walking in that wisdom and common sense and allowing him to, to um, plot out our steps and dictate how we react, even with one another, seriously. Wow, wow, wow. You know, it's so amazing because I don't think that we realize that in touch and conversations and, you know, I'm saying shaking of the hands or a hug or whatever, you know, when we were able and free to do it, I don't believe that we all gave it freely. Um, It wasn't necessary for us. And now when you can't do it, how... Uh, to me, as I'm a touchy-feely person, you guys, to the point where I'm like, wow, you know, you know, you know, somebody went to go grab me and hug me the other day, and I was like, oh, uh, uh, elbow. They were like, Tim, you're not, no, it's not the point that I'm scared, but at the same time, I'm trying to be wise and give us some mm-hmm. social distancing here. You know, mm-hmm. you guys, mm-hmm. work, you know, working in the grocery store, again, like you're saying, sis, there is such a fine line between fear and not being fearful and being wise and being unwise. Because I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie to you, I wasn't being fearful. But I don't think that I was really taking it as serious as many different things that I've heard lately. And now I'm just asking God for wisdom. And just, you know, I told my husband, because I'm such a socialite, I love helping people. I love getting in there. You need something? Can I help you? Let me show you. Let me tell now I'm pointing and, and, and doing things that I never thought I would do. So, you know, I feel in a lot of ways it has changed and I, in me in a lot of ways because now I have to learn how I can't touch. You know what I'm trying to say? That was my way. And now I have to change that mm-hmm. because people are scared. And it makes you feel bad sometimes inside this, especially when you're in the industry of um, socializing with people or being able to talk to people on different things. And now you got to back up, you know, from people because people are scared. And it, it and at yeah. first I had to not let it make me take it personal because you guys, at first I kind of start feeling kind of bad, you know, start taking it personal. 
but now it's not mm-hmm. personal. It's that people are scared, and in return, exactly it makes you retaliate. It makes you retaliate different. So that's what I want to right. say. Right, right. If you know what, it's crazy. We have a, a listener in the chat, and one of the things that he said was that the danger is real. The fear is optional. But he also said nothing spreads faster than fear, and that's for real. That's for real, you know. Um, we've we got we've got to definitely, you know, be wise in, in how we even perceive this thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. One thing that we know for sure. And and if you don't, then you are definitely walking in naivety. One thing for sure is that our government never tells us everything; they just don't. Oh, amen. Okay. And part of that is I got trade secrets and and you know and covert secrets and all of that stuff. But a lot of times they don't tell you the whole story because they don't want to set a trampling. Of, of effects, you know, happening. If we knew probably the story in its entirety, we would have some very different reactions. There would probably be a lot of anger because there are things that they knew about that that, that some of the, the things we're walking through right now could have been avoided had they taken it more seriously. There are things I'm sure that they know about even currently now that they're not telling us um, in the numbers because they're, they're trying to keep, you know, keep it contained. But one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I love the Lord as much as I do is because he is the kind of God that will not have his child walking in darkness, walking in ignorance, okay? Um, and even though the quote-unquote government may not tell you everything there is to tell you. Those that are in the know may not tell you everything there is to tell you. God can still give you the wisdom, the insight, and the way to um, assess a situation, okay, because the Holy Spirit knows all things. And because he dwells within us, he will give you the guidance that you need to proceed with caution, with wisdom, without fear, because our, our fear base um, or our, our lack thereof of a fear base is predicated solely on the fact that I know my God, you know, I know him Amen. to be my savior, my protector, you know, my covering. Now, please hear me, people, because I, I can hear skeptics out there really literally saying, you know, there's men and, men, men and women of God that have died from this epidemic, from this, this virus. And granted, yes, there are. Yes, there are, okay? But what I know for a fact is that God is the author and the finisher of our life. It is he that spoke us into existence, and it is he that will take us home when the time, appropriate time has come. Now, it is not my call to say who, when, why, what, where for someone to pass this, to leave this earth. Okay, what I do know is my belief says that, you know, I'm from, I'm, let me talk from me. Personally, I don't believe I'm going anywhere until my time is up. And he has not told me that it is time yet. So for, my, for me, I just believe, you know, that, hey, 
Daddy will let me know, okay? And I believe that I still have much to do in him and with him. So my time is not here yet. You know, and when that time comes, it could be in a twinkle of another eye. I think of of different people that just even just in recent history, like in the past couple of months with Kobe Bryant and all of the people that were on the helicopter with them, like they left in super spirits and going to um, just a, an athletic event, you know, and all of a sudden gone. I look at Dr. Miles Monroe and his wife and the people that were on the plane with him and just all of a sudden they're going to a conference and they're gone. They're, you know, you cannot pick and choose you, your time. However, you know, one must be always ready. And how are you Amen. always ready? It's in, you know, it's in that, that being in that repentant state of mind, being in that place in God where, you know, Lord, where I can say it is well with my soul. You know, where I can say I'm not harboring any unforgiveness. And this is one of the things that we really need to look at in the way that society is going to change in this point in time. I see families now, because of what's going on, actually picking up a phone and calling other family members that they haven't talked to in God knows how long, all over some stupid argument. But now, because life has become very fragile, not that it wasn't before, but I think the realization of life as we know it has become very fragile right now. So it is causing people to, to reassess life. You know, some of these things and these, this, this, these things we harbor inside, you have to talk, stop and think in times like this. Is this really, was it really that serious? And it's sometimes, think about this. Sometimes if you trace back to when you and somebody stopped speaking, you can't even remember the exact cause of what happened. What what started the argument? What spirited on to get to that place where, you know, you became estranged from your parents or your siblings or, you know, or your children or whatever or your good close friends or what have you. Sometimes you can't even remember why. But in times like this, we recognize and understand life is very fragile. And so that's why I'm saying that there's going to be good and bad repercussions and consequences that's going to come out of what we're walking through right now. But one of those things should be the sanctity of life, recognizing and understanding how fragile life really is. you got healthy people. This is not just elderly people or people that have been sick all their lives, upper upper respiratory um, infections and different things that are leaving here behind this virus. you got healthy, virile young people living living here, you know, so we need to make sure that that we are reassessing our values. You know what I'm saying, sis? It's like things are going to, things are changing. Things have changed. But have we taken the time to reassess our values in the midst of these situations? Have we taken the time to examine our perception of what's going on in the midst of these situations? How we're Amen. treating others. Amen. How we're treating others. I get the social distancing. I I get that. I get the safety precautions, but I don't mean I can't say hello to you. It doesn't mean I can't speak to you on the street. Right. Right. I I, I just, right. But I feel like, like you're saying the change. I believe it's taken a change in so many different ways. I, I, you know, one of them are people that didn't want to speak in the first dang place. 
now this is their better excuse not not to communicate. You know, the people that were already nasty, it gives them a chance to be nastier. I see people that, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I just see so many different things. I'm looking at the churches, how this is broken, the churches right now. This, guys, this is really serious. The churches have undergone a lot of different ruddock in the world, and the, it, they were still standing. Now, this has divided the church. So now you have to deal with what's going on, and you have nowhere to go. You know, I used mm-hmm. to think that being on on YouTube was sometimes a, a, a cop out of not going to church sometimes, and I would feel bad. You know, and well, you got to learn how to, you know, trust God within yourself. But now, when you can't go in the sanctuary, even the few people that you gained strength from, you can't even get with them to gain that same strength. You know, like you're saying, says certain certain families have come together behind this, but certain families have split up even worse because of this. You know, and yeah. just some people just don't get what's going on. You know, the word of God said one will be on a rooftop, one will be in a house, one will go and one will stay. Like you're saying, the Kobe Bryant thing, that I was still shaking my head, not because he was Kobe Bryant, but because of the way it happened and how fast it happened and it was just a shock to the world, mm-hmm. and just like you're saying, mm-hmm. and, and the great uh, late Miles Monroe and his wife, and just different things, you guys, the tsunami, you know, and just different things we mm-hmm. all yeah. underwent together. You know, I spoke yeah. to a lady in the grocery store, and her dad went down, he, I forgot what she said, please forgive me, you guys, but he went on a mission to help a gentleman uh, on a, and he, he and his got stuck down there. And she was like, Dad, we got to tell people. So she went on Facebook and started posting this, letting everybody know. And they got her dad back home, back to the state. You know, they were quarantined for a couple of weeks or whatever. But they got back with her, and she was just, like, crying. She was like, thank God, you know, how close that was. I didn't think I would ever see them again. But it's still Americans and still people that are stuck and trapped in situations right now that people don't know about, mm-hmm. people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. So this is truly a pandemic, like you're saying, fighting every way that you can not to be fearful, but at the same time, no offense. I post certain things on my page. I'm not I'm not trying to take this thing serious. I try to find a little humor in it because if you really think about it all, if you think about it on the level that it's on, you can lose your mind. So you have to yeah. be able, I find myself, even in my spirit, you guys, even walking in the park or wherever now, finding myself kneeling before God, even in my spirit before him, saying, Father, I need you. I need you more now than I ever have. You know, finding myself, Absolutely. well, I didn't bother me just being in the house. But now being in the house, I feel like I'm claustrophobic. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? It's like I can go outside, like you're saying, but how long can I go to the park? They might cut that out. You know, I was yeah. I felt like a dog just running, just running and running and running and running. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> try to, wow, I'm free, you know, to where you were walking in the park, but yet you were separating yourself from people, cause, not because so much you're scared, but again, other people are fearful, so you have to give them their space. Yeah. So I see that a lot of us are trying yeah. to make the light of things, sis. and a lot of us, like you're saying, I just see now it's not the 
his illness. It is because it's claimed many lives and, and close people that we've known. But now it's, you know, it's just amazing how it's just the pandemic is, is so widespread beyond the sickness of what it's causing. It's causing other sicknesses, mental illnesses, and different things in the world that I can see spiritually, hate, discord, separation. Those are the things that I'm worried about. Church is broken, you know, different things. Nobody's talking about people that were already depressed because of this, before mm-hmm. this. Now they're even more depressed, even more lives are being claimed mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm. And right now, while this has us so much in our la-la, you know, we're not being mindful of that as well. So it's just many souls being lost behind at this time. It is. You know what's sad is that I think that it's bringing out both the the best in people and the worst in people. I was reading a post Mm -hmm. um, this morning where this gentleman was saying that he went to the store late last night to Sam's Club to get some water, and, of course, they didn't have what he was looking for, um, but he did find some gallon jugs of water and, you know, and he was, you know, the paper goods, and, of course, you know, paper goods were basically gone. But it, while he was there, he ran into an elderly lady, um, 84 years old, and um, she saw the water in his cart and asked him, were those gallon bottles of water? And he said, yeah, and apparently he was at Sam's Club, and they had, I think it was like six gallon bottles in a box. Um, that you could buy, you know, mm-hmm. together or whatever. And so she asked him, you know, if he would mind um, picking up that box and putting it in her cart for her because um, obviously at 84 years old she can't lift much heaviness. And he was like, no, man, not at all. And she said to him, she said, I don't believe that you're somebody that would take it from me um, if you put it in there for me. And he looked at her, and she told him a story that she was at the store earlier. Did you see that? She was at the store earlier, and she she had tissue and stuff in her cart and water in her cart, and she went to turn to get something else, and people literally took the stuff out of her cart, out of her shopping cart. And by her being older... And fragile, you know, it wasn't like she could fight them off or whatever. But it's like this is just really ridiculous, you know, how, how like I said, it brings out the best and the worst. So this gentleman, once he heard the story, he um, literally walked her out to her car and put the stuff in her car to make sure that she didn't get accosted again and her stuff get taken from her. Um, but it's just, you know, it's really, really sad to see the mentality of some people. Like, we're all in this thing together. There's nobody excluded from this thing. You know what I'm saying? And just as you were sharing, you can see price gouging happening with big corporations that don't even have to. You don't have to price gouge. You just know that people go buy the stuff because they need the stuff. So you don't have to raise the price on it. You know? It's just really, really sad when you, you... kind of encounter, <laughs> um, I don't know, just uh, the wickedness of man, I guess. Like the word of God says, we're wicked in our hearts. Um, and then it makes you feel good when you see 
stories like the gentleman told where he made sure that she got it in her car and, you know, he even opened the box for her because she was telling him her husband at home was in a wheelchair. And so, you know, she didn't know if he would be able to have the strength to open the box. And so he opened it for her, but as he put it in the car for her, different things. It's like, it's like, you know, I think of the first responders and the doctors and the nurses that are out here on the front line, you know, putting their life in jeopardy every single day, but they're doing it because this is the call that's on their life and they're doing it to try to save others. You know, um, we, we gotta, we've, we've got to rise above um, some of, some of the ugliness that we encounter during this time and, and recognize, cause, and I'm saying this for a reason, because we can find ourselves getting very jaded, um, very disgusting, <sighs> and taking yes. on the spirit of the people that we're appalled by, if we're not careful. Hey, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm one. I got to speak up now, sir. I am fighting that spirit so badly right now. I have to keep it real with everybody. I am battling a spirit of, I told you, I work in a grocery store. I, my heart has always been compassionate for people, to help people, to treat people differently than what others treat them, never to try to judge people according to the way they look. It doesn't matter what color you were or whatever. Now I find myself, whew, last couple of days, I have looked down and I'm I'm crying out to the Lord. I'm like I don't want to talk to nobody right now. I I I just don't want to. It's nothing. I I just see so much craziness now and wickedness even more. How people are and coming in the grocery store and the gluttony and the and the irony and the evilness and yes, you still see good. That's what keeps your battery lit. There's still people to come in and go, thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for being here for us. You guys have families too, and you're putting yourself on the line for us. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what keeps me shaking and saying, come back, Kenya. Come back into the light, Carolyn. I'm just being honest mm-hmm. okay. with you guys. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. Because, uh, you know, I was already feeling the sort of kind of way before all this took place of crying out and saying, Lord, where has the compassion gone? You know, we have a leader that, that teaches hate to me and division and discord. And I can see that that's the way we're all going anyway. And we're supposed to be America the beautiful. And there's so much mess going on. <laughs> Why, you know, I can go on and on. And I won't use this as a platform for it, but all I'm going to say to you is, sis, it's deep that you said that. Because I want you guys to know I'm fighting a deep spirit right now of not becoming that way. Because I, it's, it seems like it's just so much easier just to shut up, head down, don't be kind, don't say anything, don't get involved, don't anything. And then I hold my head up, like you're saying, sis, and I see an elderly person. They need help, and but I see an elderly person that runs games because they are elderly and they're being greedy. So mm-hmm. I see it all, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. I'm just telling you guys what she just said, sis. Please stay prayerful. Please stay mindful. Ask God to help you because that spirit, before you know it, it'll be there. Like, what did it get? How did it get here? 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because of the mm-hmm. things that are going on, you know, so that's deep. You know, we just have to keep in mind what God said and why we are where we are with him. He said that with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Um, if anybody, if anybody could have the right to be um, hateful, <laughs> to, to put it mildly, um, to be revengeful, to um, be unforgiving, it would be God because we have sinned so wickedly against him. But he has chosen to love us in spite of us. He is our blessed hope. He is our example in the fact that he loved us so much that he actually came down to this earth realm to give his life for us as a propitiation for our sins. He was that that escape goat for us. He was the one that bore our sins on the cross. You know, um, and and we got to understand that if he could have that deep of a love for us, then we need to get it in our hearts and in our minds to love that deeply to others, you know. So, and it wasn't what he did for us definitely wasn't predicated on us being so good to him because we were not. We were not. We rejected him on every hand. Um, let me speak for me, because I'm not going to put y'all in the same boat I'm in. But I know straight up, I told people, no, I don't need to hear about God every all the time. I know when I'm wrong, yada, yada, yada. And that was a form of rejecting the love that he was trying to give me. He was trying to be kind and to let me know, girl, you better get this together because you messed it up really, really bad. And I'm going off on mm. his messengers telling them, you know, I don't need you preaching at me all the time. And you know what I'm saying? Just stupidity. Oh, yes. Just stupidity, you know. But yet and still, he never let go of me. He never stopped loving me. He never stopped giving me his grace, okay? And that's the thing that keeps me going. Because I tell you, I get get hot, too, and get heated just like everybody else do. And sometimes you just kind of want to treat people a certain way, be predicated and based on how they've treated you. You know, but uh-huh. you can't. You can't afford to allow yourself to do that because who knows? For such a time as this, just as Mordecai told Esther, maybe this is why you're in the position that you're in for such a time as this, so that you can show forth God's glory in the midst of, so that you can show somebody a more excellent way, so that you can be the hands and the heart of God extended. Not always about you, okay, and your feelings. Okay. We better get our feelings off our sleeves, girl. We better get our feelings off our sleeves. And that's just something that I have to, to, to preach to my own self, you know, because, you know, wow. it's like you try to do the best you can for others, and then there is no appreciation, and then they have the audacity to want to go off when you're trying to help them. And you're you're going above and beyond what you have to do, and you will fall, find yourself falling into that place of what bump you. Okay, I'm trying to help right. you out to do this, you know? But then when you right. stop and think God could have did that same thing to us, but he didn't, but he didn't. So this is a time when we really have to keep in our spirit to do unto others as we would have them do unto us, not as how they do us, but how we would have them do unto us. Treat people the way you 
want to be treated, not necessarily the way you're being treated, but the way you would like to be treated. This is the key. This is the key to keeping our humanity. This is the key to being that that one that shines the light of God in this dark and perverted world. And we've got to get to a place where we recognize that. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Think about that. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. There's a whole lot of things that we could do, but that doesn't mean that it's right before God for us to do it. So just because you have the power, just because you have the strength, just because you have the connections, just because you have the, your finger on the button, don't give aside yourself. You better think and recognize and remember the grace and the love and the compassion and the favor and the mercy that God has shown you before you trip out on somebody else. Because God in heaven knows he can really get you. Okay, I think that this show was for me today. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, sis. Uh, that concludes everybody. Okay, so I'll joke aside. I needed this. Yeah, this is like keep it real, you guys. I learned too. Like I tell you guys all the time, I I need to hear that because again, I was being serious with you guys when I told you I was found myself going into a zone, and and not because you mean to. Because we can allow this situation to allow other things that were getting ready to try to burst forth. We can allow it to burst during mm-hmm. these times, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's mm-hmm. if it's malice or discord or manipulation, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. a lot has been unleashed during these times. You know, again, yeah. we still need to be compassionate. Even though, like you're saying, sis, you can't shake hands, you can't do things. I mean, the elbow bump ain't bad now. I'm starting to like it. Okay. You know, come on, elbow bump. I got everybody at work, elbow bump. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. even some say, uh, shake for this. And I'm like, whatever, okay, you could be saving my life, thank you. You know, and for mm-hmm. everybody that wears a mask and a grocery store and gloves, I ain't mad at you. Thank you, you're saving my life again. So, mm-hmm. to say that, we just want you guys to be mindful that no matter what this looks like, and it is a pandemic, and no matter what's going on around you, stay rooted and stay grounded and know yes. that your God is still in control. You may be down yes. to your last pack of toilet paper or your last pack of hamburger meat or chicken. I'm saying that because I work in a grocery store and I see what people are really tripping about. But just like the Lord told me, I want you to clean out your freezer. And when I did, he said, you have enough. You don't need to buy any more of this. You don't need, you have enough. And I know that if he speaks to me, he'll speak to you if you just listen. Yes, he will. You have enough. I said. Yeah, he, he absolutely will. Yes, he will. You know, it's listen again. We've got to use wisdom, and and everybody's not walking around in the love of God, and we recognize and understand that. So again, that you you know you got to be wise. You got to be wise. Um, you know, um, and I, I'm not against you know people 
um, being able to protect themselves. Our, our person in the chat room is saying, mm-hmm. to, okay, love, you better get a gun. Well, yeah, I, again, I got you. I feel you. <laughs> I ain't mad at you about that. I love you. I feel you. I, okay. you. I, I ain't mad at you on that one. You know, but at the same time, we still we still cannot just become savages because other people are, you know. Um, I, and I, I'm sorry, I'm a full, full-fledged proponent of the fact that God will lead you. He will lead you. He will, he will lead you even in the protection of your family, okay? He will tell you yeah. what to do, yeah. when to do it, how to do it, all right? So, you know, it's, I, I'm going to be honest. You know, my husband would be lost if he didn't have a gun in his house. I got him down to not the whole arsenal that he was trying to bring to my house when we first got together. Oh. But, you know, I got it. I got it. I, I'm like, Again, I'm not, you know, I'm not mad about that. I'm seriously, I'm not. But at the same time, I still am going to stand my ground in the fact that, you know, we still have to show the love and compassion of God, you know. Um, listen, God God was not opposed to, to protection and, and fighting and war and different things like that, you know. Um, just go, go to the Old Testament and read it, child, please. God didn't play, okay? So I got that. I do. But nevertheless, what I will not allow the times that which we live in cause us or what I would try and hope that we would not allow it to do is to harden our hearts. That's, that's where, I'm, where I'm trying to go with this. Don't harden your heart just because of the hard-heartedness of someone yes. else. That's my point. That's my point. Yes. So we have a listener yes. um, that has their hand up that um, either has a comment or a question. Um, last four of your number is 2968. I'm opening up your mic. You're, um, you're free to speak. All right. <clears throat> can I just get one second? Can you hear me? I can. Yeah. Okay. I wanna, uh, I'm going to put this in here real quick because I'm having a hard time listening. So let me just see if I can get this thing working here. I have a comment. I want to say something real quick. Uh, let me see here. All righty. I think we got it now. Hello? Okay. Yes, Thank we you. can hear you. All uh-huh. right. So, uh, yeah, I really, I, my name is Craig, by the way, and I'm just, uh, I was just listening to you, to you share there and uh, a lot of different things that, that were coming out into uh, an area where I was taking a look and seeing you. I was seeing what you were saying. And, um, I think I understand what you're talking about when you when you say that we can see people. And I know how we can see people. It's because um when 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 you're communicating with somebody, um the person that you're communicating to uh has allowed uh you something that people don't usually get and that's access to who they really are. And the only reason why you have that access is because you are walking in love. If you weren't, if love wasn't behind it, <clears throat> you would just be making a lot of noise at this person and they wouldn't open up to you like this. So this person is reflecting what you're projecting to this person because they feel you. You know, they can feel you. They, they, they know that you've been there. You're, you've been in their shoes. 
at some point, and so they 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 will they'll listen to you because you understand the person on a deeper level, and your presence in that moment is 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 like a healing for this person's heart who's in need of this kind of love. So we don't want to. Um, we don't want to shield people from this, you know, this part of ourself. Um, I agree with you. People can feel genuine love. They can feel um, if you are, if you really care or if you just take in the funk, so to speak. Um, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And that is normally how their stony heart begins to soften because they know that there is genuine genuine care and concern. So, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And, and that does. It, it opens up the door for sometimes people to let their guards down. What's really important, though, is that we don't take advantage of those times that, you know, if God puts us in a position to be that one, to be that kind person, to be that person to show forth his love, that we never take advantage of that, that we would never use what what that person will open up to us about against us. Because I've seen that happen as well. I've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I've seen where um, people start off with the best of intentions, um, and and then you never know when hurting people hurt people. It's just a given. And so you never know. You can be in the trenches with somebody, um, walking through situations with them, and because of your, your compassion and your care and concern for them, they will let their guard down and their heart will begin to soften, and they will show you a side of themselves that maybe somebody else couldn't see. And then just at a, at a, a flip of a switch, Something can happen that can trigger that pain that that person has within, and they lash out at you, and you retaliate by using against them what they shared with you. We got to be really, really careful, and and I don't know why God led me to say that, but someone is listening that, excuse me, that needs to hear that, you know. I, like I said, sir, I wholeheartedly agree with you that, you know, yes, because of your compassion, people will show you another side of them. But let's make sure that we are um, keepers of the secrets. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Keepers of the <laughs> secrets, no matter how they may flip, we don't do the same. Well, there's there's something yeah. to be said for that. Can I say something else? I'm sorry. I don't care. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. We've got about four more minutes. Okay. Well, I'll make it quick. Um, you know, people teach people conflicting lessons. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what people do. They make mistakes all the time. But mm-hmm. like you were saying, God, God don't make no mistakes. You know what I mean? When, he, when, his, when, he, when his presence is known, you know what I'm saying? You know it. Mm-hmm. And God puts mm-hmm. you on something that he wants you to know, just like you put what you want your babies to know when you raise your babies, right? Your baby's going to get a mind of its own around seven years old. You know what I'm saying? A little stiff neck at you. You know what I mean? You're going to like yep. teach that baby the difference between what's right and wrong. So you ain't going to say right. one thing and do another right. because that would be a conflicting lesson. If you ever taught your kid a conflicting lesson, that's no good, man. That's no good. That's putting your kid on the sand because when your kid becomes responsible for its own actions 
It has to have something to stand on, not the sandbox, but something solid. You on solid mm-hmm. ground so you could do what you do because that's what you do. And look at, let's mm-hmm. be honest, you know, let's be honest. Uh, you wake up in the morning, you know, and yeah, you got a physical body, but you've got this other uh, thing going on and you're walking in God's love. You know, understand? So when you're walking in God's love, God sees your faith because God gave you faith to receive from him. So if God sees your faith, right, then he sees your faith at work because you're walking in his love and the faith that God gives you demands that you listen to what man says. No, er, wrong, that you listen to him. You see, if you want to mm-hmm. go learn from the Father, you've got to come over and sit at the feet of Yeshua, which is the Messiah, who you could see spiritually. The Word of God, yeah, that's the written Word, but the written Word became the living Word to you because God's talking to you. But you got to remember, God's letting you in on a conversation that he was having with them in the first century because that's what he's talking about, and you weren't there. Mm-hmm. That's it. So love generates love, yeah. you know, understand? And that's it, you know? We're like a mirror. Yeah. When we look in the Word of God, yeah. it's like a mirror. You can see yourself on the inside. When I saw myself on the inside for the first time, I said, uh-oh. I said, God, no way, because I'm looking at myself thinking, oh, no. And God said, yeah. I said, no, no. And he goes, yes. I said, no way, not me. Yeah, I'm going to take you, and I'm going to make do something mm-hmm. very good with you. And I was thinking, how are you going to use me for anything good? I'm looking at myself saying, no, I don't think so. You know, you might want to call somebody on Wall Street, maybe an Ivy League college student or something, but not me. And he goes, yeah, you. And I said, well, how? And he says, let me show you how. I'm going to take that, what you're looking at, which is yourself, and I'm going to make that very good for your future. Because what you're looking at is your credentials. That's your ability to love these people. And since love fixed everything, you ain't got nothing but love to share. You understand? I said, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Oh, I got it good, too, from God Almighty. Oh, thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. 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 We are to we we should be able to find ourselves in the word. We should the word we should see a reflection of ourselves in the word of God. So that's that's good. That's that was a good, good observation. Since we're down to two minutes. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you for your closing remarks and to pray for the people. And by the way, Craig, thank you so much for joining. Um, we appreciate you and, and for your input. Yeah, no worries. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Are you saying that? That just gave me. Just having the kind of way, turn it around as the caller in, just say yeah, we've been saying that for this whole show for the last years. You know, as Michael Jackson used to say, take a look at the man in the mirror and make that change. Because only you can make that mm-hmm. change. And you don't mm-hmm. have to allow fear to become the best of you where you're no longer um, uh, a source of power in the land. But you this time to get close to God and know who you are and allow him to see who you are make the best of the world a better impact. I'm going to take that as each and every listener through the airways, Twitter, Facebook. Um, they get with us. I pray that someone by the sound of our voices have been helped through this, that they will want to make a change and use to you so they can be a better person. Because the Lord, I want to be a negative. I want to be a positive impact in the world. I definitely. 
And I'm just asking the name of Jesus that we pray for all those that are fearful, all those that are, that are uh, trying to understand, um, all those who have lost loved ones during understand that this is the time that we're living in and Christ is still on the throne and he's even more powerful than he was before and he is the source of our praise and energy and our well-being. Even if I know, I just want to tell you guys something. I believe that please forgive me for saying this. I think if you die right now, they're going to call it the COVID-19 no matter what you die of. And, and, and it's really sad right now. I just feel like it's getting more hype than what it should. Yes, I'm saying take it serious, but at the same time, make us fearful. Please open up your eyes. Look at the face of God. He will protect you. He will give you the insight right now around you. I love you guys, and I pray that you're blessed during these times. I love you, sis. Thank you for the platform. Amen. Love you, too. You guys stay safe out there. Stay sanitized out there, you know, and stay loving out there, okay, seriously. Um, let's, let's be the bigger people and, um, and show forth the love of God into the lives. Love you much. Have an incredible week in the Lord. I pray, I pray, I pray that you and everyone connected to you would stay safe and be healthy in the midst of this pandemic. Love you much. Amen. Love you. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.